A lot of truth in that song. Thank you so much, choir, and thank our praise team. Thank all of you for taking part in worship. And um, if you would, if you brought your Bibles, turn to 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And we're going to look at verses 3 through 5, and then we'll look at Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. I'm going to share a sermon that I've entitled, uh, Demolishing Strongholds. Demolishing Strongholds, from 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5, and Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. So if you're physically able to stand, if you would, out of respect, and um, as we read from the inerrant, inspired, infallible Word of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verses 3 through 5 and then Ephesians 6. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 3, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And now Ephesians chapter 6, and we'll look at verse 10 through 18. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might and put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against, wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end, and with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Heavenly Father, thank you for an opportunity we had to worship you. And now as we open your Word, speak to our hearts. Let your Word become alive to our soul, to our spirit. Help us, we pray, Lord, to accept it, not only in our mind, but also in our heart. And Father, give me the words to say, the right spirit to say them in. Teach us, O Holy Spirit, that we may live the life that Christ would have us to live as his followers. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Please be seated. Demolishing strongholds. Give you a little background as we looked at 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Paul's on his way to Corinth, and he's aware that he's going to be confronted by some enemies that are in the church. Paul was confident in verse 3, but his confidence and his boldness was not based on something outward. 
His confidence and his boldness was based on something that he had on the inside of him. He knew that his life was filled and guided by the ungreed Spirit of God. And so that knowledge kept him moving forward, although he knew he was going to have problems when he got to the church, being led by the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit ungrieved in his life, carried him forward. That knowledge kept him moving forward. And so the moment, if you remember, the moment that a person is saved, that person is indwelt with the Spirit of God. Romans chapter 8, if you would, just uh, Romans chapter 8, listen to verse, um, I believe verse 8 and 9, says this, So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he's not his. Then verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And so Paul in verse 3 says, We walk not in the flesh, or we walk, although we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. We're in the flesh just like anyone else. We all have our weaknesses in the flesh. We all have our limitations while we're in the flesh. But Paul said, Paul said, I'm not perfect. I'm walking in the flesh. I'm just like you. But Paul said, the believer does not use carnal weapons. He uses spiritual weapons. The believer does not war after the flesh. The believer doesn't use carnal weapons. He used spiritual weapons. Paul did not use weapons like his critics used. He didn't use clever arguments. He didn't use heated passion. He didn't, it wasn't a battle of the wills, uh, Paul would suggest. But Paul said, my weapons are mighty in God are mighty through God. Paul said, my weapons are not carnal, they're not fleshly, they're not of a fleshly nature. You see, as believers, our weapons are of a spiritual nature. Now I'm going to mention a couple of our weapons, and I'll refer to them, reflect a little more on them a little later. So what are our weapons? Two basic weapons we have. First of all, the Word of God is our weapon. That's a weapon we have in spiritual warfare. And then prayer is a weapon that we have in spiritual warfare. And when we use these weapons, the Bible says in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the Bible says these are mighty in God, or they're mighty through God. So what does that mean, Brother Sammy? That means that they are unequaled in power. When God uses his word and when God uses prayer, when he puts those two together, anything can be done. They are mighty through God. The word of God and prayer. You see, our, our weapons are mighty in God. Our weapons are mighty through God. Meaning that they're used by the Holy Spirit to accomplish the purpose of God. God's word and prayer. And so the point is, even God himself owns those weapons that we use. They're mighty through God, notice what he says, in pulling down strongholds. 
Now, the word pulling down, English word, a Greek word, that means to demolish strongholds. That means to destroy strongholds. The word stronghold means a fortress. It means a, fortif a fortification. And so the point is, Satan has attempted to build, and in many cases has built fortifications in our churches, in our schools, in our secular uh, institutions, in our government institution, and he's built and he's built and brought about fortifications, strongholds in our own personal lives. You may be here this morning or you view him by some other means, and you have a stronghold in your life. Thus the sermon titled Diminishing Strongholds. Now if you would look at uh, verse four. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and let's put this together. Verse 4 says this, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty to God for pulling down strongholds, for demolishing strongholds, for destroying strongholds, and then also for casting down arguments and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into the captivity to the obedience of Christ. So first of all, let's deal with this. If you're taking notes, point number one, what are strongholds? I'm going to give you a real simple definition of what a stronghold is. Jot this down. A stronghold is an argument or pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Let me say that again. A stronghold is an argument or pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Verse 5 says, Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So here's the point. A stronghold is anything that exalts itself in our minds, pretending to be bigger and powerful than God. That's a stronghold. We feel overpowered by it. We feel mastered by it. It exalts itself to where we think that there's nothing we can do except to suffer under the weight of that stronghold. Now, what are some strongholds the devil may be using in your life? First of all, do you have an addiction? Alcohol. That's a stronghold for a lot of people. The most used and abused drug in America is alcohol. Perhaps in the whole world, it's the most used and abused drug. That's a stronghold for a lot of people. Narcotics, meth, prescription drugs, marijuana, cocaine, other drugs, fentanyl is becoming real popular. Let me just say, if you're a student or if you're an adult, be careful by taking pills that you, it's not prescribed by your doctor, and then you have to be careful for some of those. Fentanyl is killing thousands and thousands. It's a one-mistake death. They take it one time and they die. Be careful. But that is, that's a stronghold. Narcotics, tobacco, listen, tobacco is a stronghold. It's an addiction. You know, the Bible says this. I think about this often. The Bible warns us. The Bible talks about the Holy Spirit being com having complete control over our lives. But yet, at times, we let 
the addiction of tobacco, something that's about three inches long, get us up in the morning and put us to bed at night. I don't understand it. That is a stronghold. Smoking tobacco, chewing tobacco, all of those are addictions and they're strongholds. Pornography, a stronghold. TV can be a stronghold. Shopping can be a stronghold. Food can be a home. Uh, uh, a stronghold. Homosexuality can be a stronghold. Unforgiveness, fear, despair, arrogance, all of those things can be a stronghold. Listen, anything that exalts itself in our minds pretending to be more powerful than God is a stronghold. Now let me ask you this, do you have anything in your life right now that is more powerful than God? Anything. Can you think of anything in your life right now, being honest with yourself, that is more powerful than God? So what is a stronghold? Anything that exalts itself in our mind pretending to be more powerful than God. Now where's the battlefield? We're talking about a spiritual battle. Where's the battlefield? The battlefield is our mind. The primary battlefield and spiritual battle is our mind. So here's the point. Our goal is to steal back our thought life and take it captive before Christ. Now the devil has robbed us oftentimes of our thought life. We think whatever we're dealing with in our life, we cannot have victory over it because it's stronger than God. Really. Do you have anything in your life that you think with your heart that is stronger than God. Look, if you will, at verse 5. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Remember this. The most effective way the devil has to influence your behavior or to influence my behavior is to influence my thinking. That's the way that he gets to us the majority of the time, is to influence our thinking. How many people are dead today because of suicide simply because the devil influenced their thinking? How many people today, how many pastors, let's say how many pastors are out of the ministry today because the devil influenced their thinking? How many inmates are in jail or in prison because the devil influenced their thinking? How many students today are confused about their sexuality because the devil has influenced their thinking? How many are out of church today? Those who call themselves believers and followers of Christ, but they're out of church because the devil has influenced their thinking. And so verse 5 says to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of God. And so the point is our minds are the control center of our entire body. Our entire body. So let me ask you again, is there anything in your life right now bigger than God? Is alcohol bigger than God? No. Is tobacco bigger than God? No. Is uh, fornication bigger than God? No. Is food bigger than God? No. Unforgiveness? No. Depression? No. Despair? No. Any of those before mentioned? Is there anything in your life bigger than God? You say, well, no. 
That's why everything in our thought pattern that exhausts itself is a pretense of the devil. Satan, listen, Satan pretends. You ever, you ever when you were young, dress up and have make-believe, you know, um, dress in you. I remember growing up as a kid, I wanted to wear my dad's shoes. You know, walk around in my dad's shoes and pretend I was my dad by having his shoes. The devil, the devil makes us believe. He pretends and he, he makes believe and he has you and he has me to believe that our stronghold is bigger and more powerful than God. And nothing is bigger or more powerful than God. Nothing. Nothing. Therefore, if nothing's bigger than our God and you're suffering from a stronghold which you think you cannot get out from under, begin to downsize anything that has hold on you because it's not bigger than God. He can deliver you from that stronghold. You can demolish that stronghold. And we can command that stronghold to bend its knee to the authority of Jesus Christ. It does not have more power than God. So first of all, what's a stronghold? Anything that pretends to be stronger than God? Where is the battlefield? It's in our mind. So what are the weapons we use? Well, the Bible says they're not of this world. They have divine power. They're associated with the knowledge of God. And so the purpose of the warfare is to take our thoughts captive and present those thoughts to the Lord Jesus. Notice verse 4. Verse 4 says this in 2 Corinthians 10. says, for the weapons, notice that it's plural. Weapons. He uses the weapons. It's a plural. So we, we only have one offensive weapon, and that's the word of God. Our defensive weapons, according to Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, we have the belt of truth, the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, our shoes shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We have the helmet of salvation. But our, our primary weapon is the word of God. Next to the word of God is prayer. So we have the word of God and we have prayer. Ephesians 6, verse 18 says, Pray in the Spirit in all occasions. So we have the word of God and we have prayer. Therefore, two main weapons in spiritual war, the word of God and prayer. And both of them have dynamite. It's where we get the word dynamite. The word of God and prayer are powerful like dynamite. There is nothing that can come up against you in your Christian life that's more powerful than a stronghold. It will have a stronghold on you. So what makes it go away if it has that much power? What makes the stronghold go away? Any of those that I've mentioned, what makes those go away? Do we just ignore them and they'll go away? Do we fuss at them and they'll go away? Do we just pretend we don't have a problem with that, with that specific Stronghold. Now, I don't have a problem with that. Rip. 
Do we just pretend we don't have a problem? What will make it go away? A stronghold is broken one way and it's pulled down. And that word pulled down means to demolish or to destroy. You know, in construction, they use dynamite to, to demolish. I noticed uh, recently uh, the... Tutwiler Hall at the University of Alabama, built in the 60s. Some of you Alabama fans might, might have noticed this. But that Tutwiler, that building there was demolished on July the 4th this year. And this is what demolishing a stronghold. You think that's a stronghold? Sure, that's a stronghold. Now, how was that demolished? Watch this little short video clip. Got any sound? I think we do. <laughs> that is so good. Ah, oh, look at that stronghold. Whoa. Now, would you, listen, would you like to have that kind of destruction to, to demolish your stronghold in your life? The Bible says you can have, you can demolish your strongholds. You say, well, how in the world can I do it, Brother Sam? I don't see how I can get out from under this. I'm going to tell you what God's given you. He's given you two sticks of dynamite. He's given you the Word of God and he's giving you prayer. Those two things, two sticks of spiritual dynamite to demolish your stronghold. Word of God and prayer. You pray the scriptures. When you pray, when you pray the scripture, the prayer and the word, you strap those two together. Now get this. And you ignite those two sticks of spiritual power with your faith. That's what God tells us that'll bring about the demolishing of our stronghold. Two spiritual sticks of dynamite. Prayer, the word. When you put prayer and the word together, you'll see your stronghold demolished. What does the scripture mean? We're closing with this. Take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That simply means we need, to, we need to choose to think the thoughts of Christ about our situation. About our situation, about our stronghold, instead of the thoughts of the devil or our own thoughts. So what are the thoughts of Christ? They're his word. The thoughts of Christ are his word. And when my stronghold seems to be more powerful than God, then I'm to demolish it with prayer and his word. That's why Romans 12 verse 2 says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. How's that? By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So you put God's word and you pray. You pray scripture. You simply pray scripture. You know, before I came in, I was thinking about some scripture I prayed from time to time. You ever had the stronghold of fear in your life? I'm sure you have. 2 Timothy 1, says, 1 7 says, 
And this is what I pray. For God hath not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. That's what God wants us to pray. What about worry? Is that a stronghold for you? Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. 1 Peter 5, 7. He also says that you will, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. What about anger? Is that anger? Is that a stronghold? A soft answer turns away wrath, but a grievous word stirs up anger. In Proverbs 15, 1. So what you do to demolish your stronghold, you put the word of God and you put it together with prayer. And you pray and you trust God and you, you, you ignite that fuse to that spiritual, those spiritual sticks of dynamite by your faith. Knowing God is going to work it out, whatever it is in your life, and you can have victory over that. Don't think for a moment that what you're going through has more power than God. You can have victory over your stronghold.